It's in the news today, but it was actually on TV Reload, the podcast, last week. Welcome back, guys, to TV Reload. My name, as you might know, is Benjamin Norris, and this is your podcast to get all the inside goss on the popular TV shows you may be watching from around the world. Undeniably, our TV sets are a major part of our home entertainment, and yet very little is known about how our favourite shows get made. So I've been finding guests that want to dive just that little bit deeper into the shows they're currently making so that you can hear all their exclusive stories and gain access to the biggest names in Australian television. I want to thank you for downloading or subscribing to this podcast, however you've found it. I love hearing your feedback, so make sure you leave a review or a comment on your chosen podcast platform. On today's pod, I'm lucky enough to be chatting to Farmer Brad from Channel 7's new series of Farmer Wants a Wife. Thousands of eligible single ladies had applied to meet these farmers, and each episode we have watched as five special girls have been romanced on national television. Seems pretty intense. We know that all the farmers find love, so it's just a matter of working out who they're going to pick. Farmer Brad, who I'm talking to today, is a crop and cattle farmer, and he has declared that he enjoys being around people, which we have seen thus far on the show. I think he's been really genuine, and I think he's been really good with the girls so far. I will talk about how he was cast on the show and what he was worried about as he was getting into filming. Farmer Brad will also explain what he thought may have happened with Carista as she suddenly just up and left last week. I will also talk to Farmer Brad about his relationship with host Sam Armitage and find out what that's like behind the scenes. We will find out what help was on offer from production during filming and if this week's late arrivals have any chance of finding love with him. Plus, we will get plenty of exclusives from behind the scenes of Farmer Wants a Wife 2023, which continues this week on Channel 7. And you can also catch up on 7 Plus if you have fallen behind. Anyway, let's bring Farmer Brad into the podcast, and I really hope you enjoy this episode of TV Reload. G'day, Farmer Brad. I just want to start off by saying what a wild ride this show has been so far. No, it certainly has been. Something I thought I'd never be part of, but here we are. How did this show come about for you? This is the question that always blows my mind, particularly with someone of your sort of personality. I can't imagine you sitting there and, you know, getting onto the application process and applying to be on a show. How did this happen? Yeah, well, that's pretty true. I hate doing paperwork. But it was started as a lighthearted joke with a mate on social media, on Facebook. Every farmer wants a wife post, he would tag my name in it. Just as a running joke, first few times I replied to him. And then after that, he just kept doing it just to, you know, annoy me. And then, yeah, it was funny. I guess someone in production or the producers saw my name, you know, kept kept getting popped up. And then, um, yeah, they private messaged me. Uh, I still remember the day I was in the cattle yards and I get this private message on Facebook. I'm like, what's, what's this about? And then they said, hey, if you're interested, give us a call. I first called my mate, Zach, and I said, God, you idiot. They've, they've messaged me. <laughs> They're onto me. <laughs> They're onto me. So I was like, and he's like, ring him, ring him. So anyway, I sent my number within two minutes. They called me and, and it went from there. So, yeah. And they locked you down faster than these women have tried to lock you down on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It went from a phone call to 10 questions in an email at night while I was having a beer and here we are. I'd love to be a fly on the wall to know the questions that you asked the producers before saying yes. Like, I'd love to know whether or not you were like, you know what, you know, you can come to my farm and you can invade my life. But, you know, (laughs) what about this? Can you tell me what was that conversation like? And did you have any major concerns? I had no idea. I mean, I'd never put myself in front of a camera, never been on a TV show, never thought I would. For me, it was it was so unknown. So it was like, I've got no idea what I'm in for here. I, I think I've just got to let them show up, see what the first week's like, and 
and then take it from there. I, I think I was pretty lucky as far as the crew I had from from my producers, the camera crew to the sound dudes. They were all, you know, we we're all one big happy family by the end of it. There was never a moment where we weren't getting on. You know, you hear some of the, talking to the other farmers at times, you know, it got pretty tense between the producer and themselves as far as what they wanted to do and, and get. For me and my producer, we're still really good mates. We, we spoke on the phone last night. Maybe that's the reason why. I mean, no disrespect to the other farmers, but I have gravitated to enjoying your storyline probably the most out of all of them. And I wonder if that comes down to the relaxed nature and the relationship you have with that, your main producer, because it's, I don't know, it just, it, it's, it feels more realistic. And I think television works better when both the producer and the talent are getting along. I mean, if, if I wasn't getting on with my producer or I thought they're trying to push me into doing something I wasn't, it was going to make it, I suppose, not natural. It wasn't going to be me, but I was really lucky. You know, my producer and I, as well as the, as the camera and sound dudes, you know, they're there watching every date. They're there watching every kiss, every move, basically. Give you the thumbs up you know, in the background. Yeah, it was by the <laughs> end of it. <laughs> By the end of it, it was like you were, you know, I guess sitting sitting with your mates and were comfortable with them and comfortable talking about your feelings and and what what you're going, what you got, what's going on, I guess. Wow, Carista, talk about cutting your nose off despite your face. What happened? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was it was quite interesting. I, I think you know, like I had no idea she'd left. I'd been on a one on one date with Claire, came back to the house and. You know, Morgan was sitting there and, and I thought I was a bit bizarre walking into Krista not being there. And then, yeah, Morgan had to break the news that Krista had left. You know, my, I think my words were as in gone, gone, like as in not coming back. And, and Morgan said, yeah, she's packed her bags and she's left. So for what reason that was, I'm still a bit unsure whether she was feeling something or, or she wasn't. I think the whole experience got a bit too hard and, and, you know, it wasn't for her. Maybe I'm a really suspicious person, but my first thing I would have said to Morgan is, what did you do? Because, you know, when there's one person left and someone's been murdered, you know, <laughs> where's yeah. the body? What happened, Morgan? Yeah. No, I, you know, I, Morgan, a very nice, nice lady, you know, she... So it wasn't it wasn't something she'd done, so I never, you know, I never wanted to put, put her head on the chopping block, I guess. So, yeah, it was... I think everyone was a bit shocked to to why she left and 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 where she'd gone. Do you think that Carista's shock exit is a clear example of how quickly she may have run if you'd picked her in the end? Oh, for sure. It sounds a bit harsh to say, but it was probably a bit of a blessing. You know, life is hard at times, and and you know she obviously found it a bit hard. So as soon as it got hard, she she left. So yeah, that that probably was a, a bit of a blessing in disguise that she did leave, and and you know we didn't get to the end and and work out that it wasn't going to work. You did seem very genuine with her. I mean, I was I thought because all the farmers are going to find love, I had my money on her. So <laughs> yeah. shows what I know. It's it's funny, you know, now watching the show and and watching. I suppose a bit of the edit and, and the time we had, it's very, I suppose for the viewers, me watching it, because I have been watching it, it's very fast tracked as to how well we did know the girls. It seems like we've only known it for two seconds and all of a sudden we're sending girls home, but there was a lot more time you had with them, I suppose. It was on camera, but they haven't used. So yeah, it's quite interesting. Can we talk about like the time length then? Because I kind of feel like, you know, while we're talking about how much time you got with the girls and us as viewers, we're watching it, you're right. I keep thinking, you know what? This seems a little unfair. It seems like the pressure is on you to just go through this so fast. It's like one twist after another. When you're condensing down to an episode, is that like a week? 
that they reduced to one episode? You know, have you tried to work out that conversion? Yeah, it's sort of because it was a little while ago now, but I, I do remember things we filmed that I suppose I haven't used in the edit, which I've been quite surprised at. You know, when, when Christina was there, we filmed a, at, at the rugby club or that night, you know, being part of local community. You know, and they haven't showed any of that, which I was quite surprised about. At the end of the day, it's not it's not up to me. They're, they're making the show. But that was probably my most enjoyable part of the, the whole experience during filming was taking all the girls to the local community, the rugby club, and getting them to mingle. And, you know, you really got to got to know the girls in that in that setting as well so there's a lot of a lot of filming that hasn't been used and and you go geez we had some long days and they haven't used any of it so and then all of your mates are like you know how about you asking us to be on farmer wants a wife and then we got put on the cutting room floor they would have been waiting to see themselves yeah it's funny footy training last night they're like what what's going on we're not going to be on tv i was like yeah no i don't know why like I, i said you know, you're seeing it for the first time like I've seen it too, so yeah. What are your thoughts on watching it back? Because the thing that I think would be interesting for you is there's so much that we get to see that you don't see on the at the time. The girls' interactions that when they're just together, you'd only be starting to see that now. My question for you on that is, are you starting to see the girls differently because you are finally getting the whole picture? No, not really. I suppose I, I lived with all of them, you know, we're all under the one roof, so... It, at times there wasn't a camera in our face and, you know, there was dinners during the week that we sat there and had dinner and it wasn't filmed. So for me, that was a perfect time to, to get to know them for who they were because some of the ladies and myself included, at times when there's a camera in your face, you, you can't be your true self. You're not comfortable and it makes you feel a bit, you know, well, I'm not going to say as much or be as much of a person as I am while there's a camera there. And and some days were long and hard and you just, you, you weren't giving the producers and the show as much as you probably would, you know, because it did wear you down. But other days, you know, well, you're here to make a TV show. For me, I was, I tried to be myself the whole time. And, and I think I, as, as far as what I've seen so far, that, that has been me, so. Well, I get to see you with no, you know, editing, no fandangle from the producers and you sitting here today is exactly who I've been watching on the show. So I think the essence of you and your integrity has been kept intact. What about the girls? Like, do you feel like this representation that we're seeing of them on the show, is that the true essence of their character? Are they coming across the same way that you saw them? Pretty well, yeah. I mean, as far as Carista, I think everyone was shocked. So yeah, I was shocked as far as she'd left and, and didn't have a chat with me. But as far as that, yeah, from what, what you're seeing on the show is is what they're like, I guess, as you'd say, in, in real life. Do you think all of these girls are genuinely keen to ditch their current lives for the farm? Because I guess it would be enticing to, you know, be cast, <clears throat> you know, to be cast on television. You know, are you good at reading between the lines or were you good at reading between the lines when you first met the original lineup into who you could tell was genuinely there or who may have been there to be on telly? Yeah, I think as probably not straight away, but as time went on, and I won't say who, but as time went on, you sort of got a bit of a vibe of, okay, these girls are genuine or, you know, are they here for the fame of it? Are they here for, you know, the Instagram, all that social side of things? And I think as time went on, I sort of I got a bit of a vibe of who I thought was genuine and, and who I thought was here for, I suppose, a bit of, a bit of fame out of it. The one thing I was really happy with when this series started was that there was real body diversity. You know, there was all different types of girls that you would normally see at a pub. And, yeah. you know, I thought that was really great to see because it felt more realistic. 
where these yeah. girls, it genuinely felt like you'd gone along to a BNS ball and they were the types of girls yeah. that would be there. I said a fair few times through the experience. You know, they were all really good. I think for for myself at my farm, you know, they all really, you know, they got on. Obviously, at times there was a bit of tension there because as it went on, feelings and, and emotions grew a bit stronger. So it got, I think, got a bit harder towards the end for, for some of them. But all in all, they, you know, we got on really well. And I think, you know, they'll continue to be friends once this TV show's finished. Is there more pressure to find someone and stay together because this is all originated on television? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I... I don't care what people think or say. I'm pretty, I suppose, hard-headed as far as, you know, if it, it's still going very good with, with the lady I ended up with. But if it didn't work out and, and someone came up to me and said, oh, you, you know, called me something, I, I don't let that bother me. I think so many people this day and age, you look at social media and they're so fixated on commenting and, and having their say. And, and to me, I don't, I don't care. I, I don't know that person. I, all I would say to them is, is get a life, go live your life. Don't worry about someone else's life is, is my answer to that. Yeah. I love the people online and I always tell the talent while it's on TV, do not read the comment section, avoid it. However, how much ownership these people seem to have on the people they're watching on television when they don't know them and they don't know yeah. everything, everything that happened. Yeah. They're so invested in it. I'm like, what are these people doing like during the we day. need them as well. We need those people to because oh, they're the no, ones that watch the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but as far as yeah, watch the show, enjoy it, but you know, keep your comments to yourself because at the end of the day, it's achieving nothing. You know, that's my my opinion on it. Yeah, yeah. People just like to be heard. Last year, yeah. the the boys seem to develop a real bond. What's the camaraderie like with you guys this year? It doesn't seem as strong as what we saw last year, and maybe because last year COVID meant there was more filming together. But how yeah. has the relationship been with the other farmers? It's been quite strong. I, I'm pretty close now with Brenton and David. I, I talk to them. You know, I talk to Brenton, it seems like every day because uh, we talk about the show and I talk to David once a week. So, you know, we get on really well, um, you know, and, you know, Matt's, we're, we're all in a group chat and, and we talk about, you know, the show. So we're on there every night and going, well done, boys, you know, so we're all still communicating and it's different, you know, we're, we've all, we've got friends and, and everyone's a bit different. And, you know, I've clicked really well with David and Brenton. So I get on really well with them and, and still talk to them as well as Andrew and Matt through it, through our group chat. So yeah, it's been, there hasn't been a, a drama or in any way a fight between any of us farmers that we don't get on. We all get on fine. And I've got the better Sheila. Oh, bugger off. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny, you know, when I talk to Brenton, he's a pretty sort of laughable character. So we do have a bit of a laugh about, about the show and, and how it's going. Sam Armitage is fantastic new element and the ratings have gone up this year and a lot of people are attributing you know the presence that she has i personally think she's doing a really fantastic job hosting how much of an interaction do you as a farmer get to have with her as the host yeah so at every i suppose at every event we go to whether it was the country ball we've got a black tie event coming up you know so at all these events sam was there we were there and you know, a lot of the time we're sitting around waiting for the camera crew or for whatever to be ready. So you do spend a lot of time with them off camera. And and look, she was she was great. She was easy to talk to. She was down to earth. There was there was a time up in where were we? Oh, in the Hunter Valley. You know, we had a probably hour hour and a half. You know, that we had to sit around and wait. And we sat on this balcony and had a really good chat. And and it was just easy. You know, she was so down to earth. And and for someone of her, I suppose, you know, she's a celebrity. She's well known. And 
you know, I was, I suppose, you know, and still am a nobody. And it was just easy to have a chat to and relate to her really well. You don't seem like a nobody because like I'm watching the show at the moment and, you know, congratulations, it is the highest rating show at its time slot. And I'm on a chat with my best friend. We're all talking about you. You know, it, it's a surreal experience to know that, you know, you've gone from an everyday farmer to a potential celebrity for a while. <laughs> It's a bit bizarre, like I, I'm just at our other farm where I don't live at the moment and drive through Harden and, and went into the bakery yesterday morning to get something to eat. And, and I suppose it was the first time I'd been spotted and then, then everyone's like, holy, holy shit, that's Farmer Brad. I'm like, oh, this is a bit weird. And got a few photos and said, hey, and, but yeah, it's, it's a bit hard to get my head around that, you know, people recognize you now, I suppose, yeah. Do you want me to sign you're a Kubra? You know, what do you need? <laughs> um, everyone finds love, but are you even allowed to see this person? Because, you know, the spies behind the scenes on Facebook were able to read the chalkboard of the school. There was the school visit. They could see that filming happened in November last year, which is a long time ago. You know, yeah. are you even able to see this woman? Like, how? Where, what's happening? Yeah, so we've been living together now for a couple months. Um, there's no secret there and and it is tricky I suppose now that the show is out we we can't really be seen together I suppose before before the ads and that came out I mean we were just the average Joe walking down the street but now we're sort of we're the face of, of TV and if we we are seen together people are going to go oh that's that's who Brad ends up with so it's a bit tricky especially for her that she is new to town and and that she can't really I suppose mingle and be part of the community until filming's over so it's very tough on her um, so yeah, it's it's been a bit of a challenge that way. Well, I guess it's a great time to ask you about the 10 new ladies that are about to arrive, which we've seen the preview of for next week. You know, the girls lose their mind over getting to the farm one day early, and then these girls are coming in so late. Do these girls even have a chance to to win you over? You know, there's obviously, you know, they've been picked for a reason. Um, but they're obviously going to be some sort of what compatible to you, but it, it's, yeah, it's, They've got a lot of, I guess, hard work to do in catching up and and really, you know, as quick as the process was up until now, they've got to be even quicker and really, you know, be themselves and, and show me who they are and, and vice versa. I really need to take the time to get to know them and, and see see if they're a match as well. So it's it's definitely tricky for them coming in halfway through. I just think of them as shake and bake drama. Yeah, they've definitely got some sort of, I, I suppose, outgoing personality to, to come in halfway through and... and they do. I mean, they do ruffle the fellas up, and and I suppose you'll you'll see that over the next few few episodes. Everyone who joins the podcast gets asked this question. It's my last question for our interview today. What is something from behind the scenes that you know, something that people won't get to see on the show, but kind of is a bit of a behind the scenes secret on what it's like to make this show? I suppose you you look at us filming a scene, whether it's a dinner scene, and it is like it could be one, two, three in the morning from getting different camera angles to then the camera crew moving for a one-on-one -on -one chat, the lighting, the, all the setup. You know, there was a lot of lot of mornings that I got to bed at, you know, two, three, four. I think the latest was quarter five in the morning. And I was just like, what the hell is going on here? Like I, I'm someone who goes to bed at nine o'clock and, and is up at six, 6.30. And it just, by the end of it, it just mentally caught up with me. And it's still, I still, you know, my sleeping pattern isn't the same as it was before I went on the show. So behind the scenes, it looks like it's dinner time being seven or eight o'clock. It's pretty well one, two in the morning, which is just crazy. Do you have anyone helping you? Like, does production say you're obviously not going to be on the farm as much? So 
we're going to send in a, a farmhand to help you whilst this is going on? Or is that your responsibility to try and, and have other people to come in? Like, is that, where does the responsibility lie? Yeah, they definitely said, look, if you, if you need, you know, a hand, we're happy to, to help you find that. Um, but I suppose, again, me not, not knowing, I suppose, the how full on it was going to be, I, I was lucky that it is the family farm and, and mum and dad, you know, they're two hours away. So at times they, they got to come over and, and, and give me a hand and go, look, this needs doing, I'm not going to get time to do it, as well as come to the other farm that's sort of half an hour away from home. So, yeah, it, it was quite the juggling act to, to run a farm as well as to film a TV show. It was quite, um, quite draining, yeah. Well, it has been so lovely to talk to you today and get the tea, find out what's going on behind the scenes. So hopefully this has answered some questions from some of the super fans that are out there. <laughs> Good luck with the girls. Um, we're all invested and we're all supporting you on the show and can't, can't wait to see how it all goes. Not very good. Thanks for the chat. 